Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah Bean. When I see it now, when I look back, I think sometimes, how did I even survive that you know and i'm thankful and i thank god every day for this and i have um now i just want to educate and empower and and now you know I've, I've, it's come full circle for me because from at the initial diagnosis like i said the first few years i didn't want to talk about it at all with anyone or even you know, admit it to myself because I had a very nice hefty bit of denial going on. But now, now I just, I'll talk about it any to anyone, anytime, all day, every day. And you know what I've discovered is when you're really real and raw and you let things all out there, I've discovered people will share with me uh, intimate things and trials of their own life that because I told them what I was dealing with, you know? Yeah. yeah. So there's a, there's a beauty to that in developing um, tight connections and true friendships. You know, you learn who your friends really are when you go through these things. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And, and you just, you touched on something. There's a strength in vulnerability. And I think people see this yeah. uh, because so many of us right. are hiding the vulnerability and are afraid mm. to show that vulnerability that when another person sees mm. you willing to show the vulnerable side that we all know we have, then I think, uh, I think people notice that and say, okay, here's a genuine person. Here's somebody who, who is gone through a, enough of their trials and tribulations that they're comfortable with. This is my skin. I'm not going to, give you any kind right. of costume right yeah this is my skin this is the skin i'm in right yeah right because this is me and i will lay it all out there and if you don't like it then i don't want to be i don't want to hang with you anyway because life is too short like that sounds really blunt but and really i, I don't know how else to put it well yeah no, you know, it's, and I, it's true yeah i'm not going to change i'm not going to hide who I am or my condition to appease you. And if it makes you uncomfortable, then you need to self-check. I don't need to do anything on my end. You need to check yourself. If my presence and what I'm saying is making you uncomfortable, um, that's on you, man. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I learned that, um, you know, it was a faith journey for me too. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot, I know I don't, I don't, um, I'm not here to, to, to preach at anyone, but there was a lot of, for me, it was a journey of realizing that I was carried by the grace of God and I don't have it in my own strength to get through, but because of the, the blessings of, like I said, help of friends and family, I don't believe, I really believe no man is an island uh, like that like you hear the old phrase and, and nobody should be alone. And that's where, and it makes my heart hurt 
when I hear people talk about their struggles, their trials and feeling alone. Because oh, um, yeah. I get that, you know, I walk through, you, you, you get it. I don't have to even explain it. I mean, a lot of people I talk to, um, I, I got a lot of women friends. Uh, fortunately, I made some friends with a mother's a preschoolers group who became like a lifeline for me. They gave me tons of rides or my daughter played with their kids. Oh, and, you awesome. know, they would start to talk to about their struggles with depression or, you know, debilitating anxieties or their current home life struggles. And like I said, it was it, it kind of blossomed from if I was willing to talk and share, other people would be, too. And then you, you'd form this bond. And that's that's precious. You know, that's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So like I said, now, I'll, now I won't shut up about it. Um, <laughs> and I'll talk about it till, <laughs> till the cows come, come home. Come. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Cause, cause how can I not? It's, it's an amazing right. journey. And, and when it consumes that much of your life, it's, it's such a part of you, you know, you have to share it. Right. I feel right. And, I completely agree with you in that way. I mean, in my, in my case, it was, it was that first year of just hiding and wondering what the hell just mm. happened. And mm. you don't want to kill yourself per se, but you just you really wouldn't mind if one of those extinction asteroids would just come in and swoop, maybe even hit ground zero on the house you're in um, that kind of feeling when it first happens to you. And, I think in my case too, it was very much that quick fix. You know, it's like, yeah, you're just going to give me a, we're, mm. we're going to cut something or you're going to give me a pill and it, we're going to fix it. Right. Like, like you fixed my shoulder yeah, and my right. knee. Nope. Nope. So the, right. like you, for yeah. me, it was really, really hard to um, come to grips with it. It is a lifelong condition. Now I also found out that mine, mine's genetic. And I actually found out that, the weird sensations I grew up with as a kid and all the times that I was told I had ADD or I was too spacey or that I didn't pay attention or what have you. And all the stuff that I thought, I thought I was a shaman. I thought I was a little wizard child, you know, oh, I have out of body experiences. No, you didn't dude. You were having absence mm -hmm. seizures and focal seizures. That's mm -hmm. what, that's what was going wow. on. Uh, yeah. After I, after I told wow. Dr. Spitz about it, Dr. Spitz at UC Health, he's like, oh, yeah. You're, you're I know Dr. Spitz. Yeah. yeah. I love Spitz. He's awesome. Um, yeah. But you, when when I described what was going on, when I described my childhood experiences, he was like, no, this is what's going on. It's mm. probably front temporal lobe from the sounds mm. of it. And yeah, you have mm. a, this, 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 and this. And I'll bet you I could probably take mm. care of it with a laser ablation. And it took a year and a half for other neurologists to say, no, you don't No, it's NES. No, no sleep studies that wouldn't show anything. Or they sent me down to a, they sent me down to a Highland sleep study that, that they didn't even take me off of drugs. We're going to wean you off. I'm like, why are you weaning me off of my seizure drugs? The point is for me to have a seizure. I'm in a medical facility. Just take me off the damn drugs right now. Right. Don't, yeah. So. Right. Of That's what I'm, I would say. Yeah, I yeah. get that. We, I would get, yeah, you get in there and there's a feeling of it's just an urgency. It's like, I know, 
I know my body by now and I know how these drugs work. Yeah. Just, just right. off the damn drugs, man. Yeah. Right. Um, right. So I, I got a little frustrated. Some of the, some of the youngins, some of the youngins can be a little bit here and there, but you get that in almost any neurology team. And what I had to remember was, was right. yeah, they're studying. It's a research hospital. These guys are studying yeah. under yes. Dr. Spitz, yes. under Dr. Strom. So, right. Yeah. Right. And, right. But I, I, I love your story and I love your, your, um, this is to my sick kids. Time to put this shit up a coat, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the sentence on. Use it as a weapon when.